We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. So on this week's episode of A3 Life, we're continuing our series of women who have quit their quote unquote real jobs to start working their their network marketing business full time. And this is such a huge leap. Maybe some of you are are experiencing this right now. Maybe some of you are like, that's never going to happen to me yet. Um, Maybe some of you are just trying to figure it out and see if that could be a goal of yours one day. Maybe that's your ultimate goal. So we just wanted to have different women on and share their experience of leaving a traditional job and moving into network marketing full-time and what that looks like for them and routines and what they found that works. So this week's guest is a friend of ours. Um, Her name is Regina Martin, and I'm so excited to have her because she has such an incredible story. I love her story. Um, So let's start with that. Regina, I'm just going to turn it over to you. Give us a brief overview of your story, and then we'll, you know, nail you with some questions. So Regina, take it over. Okay. So I actually started, um, I started sales when I was 18 and I have sold a lot of things and I've not ever been really successful in anything. Um, you name it, I've tried it. I've tried to sell it and it didn't work until about um, five and a half years ago. Um, I found my forever home and, um, I joined to lose some weight, feel better and voila, business was born. I actually went to an event, so I'm huge on events. I love events. They change your life. Um, so if you um, get to your company events is all I'm going to say because it will change your life. It'll change your vision. You'll meet people, these amazing people right here. Um, I've met them there. So um, basically, I went to an event, and then I met a leader, and she basically said, you know, I do this full time, and if you work really hard, you can do this too. So I did. I worked really hard for a long time and I struggled. And um, Elisa has always said to me, I don't know when it's going to be your time, but your time will come. So I just kept working. I really just kept working. And um, even on the days that I didn't feel like working, you work. You just do it and you figure it out. And when you get to those points where you, um, you feel like, what the hell am I doing this for? because you will have those days, um, something happens and it's like, okay, I'm in the right place at the right time. And that happened to me all through all of my struggles. And then in 2017, I have worked, I had worked, I should say, I had worked for a grocery store for 24 years, you guys. Um, And it's been my only job. I started when I was 15. I didn't have a good childhood. I grew up in an alcoholic home. I was homeless at 13. My dad left us um, and we lived in a homeless shelter in Jacksonville, Florida. So my stability um, with my childhood was not there. And I started my, at this grocery store when I was 15 and I worked there my whole life. I met my husband there, um, amazing friends there. But um, in 2017, my boss, mind you, had been there so long, um, he came and he said, listen, you've got three options. Well, option number one is to, um, to lose five hours a week. You guys, that, that to me, I made $15 an hour, okay? 
Okay. I made $350 a week. I made $350 a week. And for me, um, I had to figure out a way to make up that time that, that it was $75 that I had to make up, cut my hours by five hours. I could work six days a week, you guys. And I would have to go in on Saturdays or I could work two or three long days. And the days that he wanted me to stay late, I, my daughter would have to sit at the high school for like three hours waiting for me. And that wasn't going to work. So, um, I came home, I talked to my husband and I said, I think I just want to, I want to invest my time in my business. So in 2017, um, I really got my act together. I got focused, I got organized. Um, in that month, that first month was January. I went from making like $97 a month in my business, um, to the end of the year, bringing in almost $1,500 a month, a month, month my monthly check part-time and um, I hit a rank in my company. I went to an event, I went to Las Vegas, I went to GoPro and someone got on the stage and he said, sometimes you just have to jump. You have to take the leap of faith and you've got to jump and um, let the net catch you when you fall. And I went home from GoPro and I told my husband I was quitting my job and he said, okay, so I said, January is the season. I'm running. I'm going to quit. I'm going to just run. And um, I did that in 2018. I left. I had my first, um, I won my first incentive trip right after that. Um, we went to Costa Rica. Um, because of my company, I've been able to travel all over. And you guys, I had never traveled before. I had never experienced anything outside of Florida, really, if you want me to be honest. So um <laughs> I've been able to go to Costa Rica, Mexico. I've been to Utah to an amazing event in Utah, um, just kind of all over. And it's because of my company and it's because of being able, I, because of taking that leap of faith and jumping. Um, was it scary? Yeah. Yeah. I, I will tell y'all that I, I was a receiving manager. And so I managed the back door and I managed all the vendors coming in and out of the store. And I prayed and I was like, I can't turn in my notice. I can't. Yeah. How long did you carry that notice around? I carried my notice for about four weeks. Yeah. She carried her notice around with her because she wouldn't have turned it in. She's like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the moment. <laughs> I was scared. I mean, you go like my whole life was with that company. That was literally your whole life. I mean, let's also take that into perspective. You guys like, this is her only stability, her, I mean, it's like her, almost like an umbilical cord. I would feel like that's your safe place. I mean, I've had a job like that, that I felt comfortable and safe and I loved it. And I, you know, so I get that. I can't, I cannot imagine. Oh yeah. yeah. I just it, can't imagine. I just kept praying for signs and, um, that I was making the right decision. And, um, if you know me or follow me, I, I, feathers are my sign. And um, the day that I turned in my notice, I opened my back door to my, to my receiving area. I opened up my back door and you guys, my back porch was covered in white feathers, completely covered in white feathers. And I just, I opened and I just sat there in awe and I just cried because I'm like, this is it. This is it. I'm doing it. And um, I turned in my notice that, that day. And I said, you know what? Thank you for cutting my hours last year. Thank you for forcing me to um, put my time into my business. And I'm sorry. And they said, they were like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm 100% sure. 
my team needed me at that point. It was growing very quickly and I was being, I honestly, that job was costing me money. Absolutely. And it's funny because I have a kind of a similar story. I went to the GoPro women's event, the most powerful women's event. And um, when I got that ticket, I said, instead of when I got back telling Darren that I was quitting my job, I said, I'm going to this event and I'm not going back to my job whenever I go home. So that's kind of fun. I kind of have like a similar like story to going to an event and that event being the the next pivot, you know? Okay. So Regina, I'm just curious. So even though, you know, you had that sign and you felt led to, you know, turn in, um, and, and basically quit, were you still, still scared? Were you still Absolutely. like, Oh God, or were you excited? You're still scared. I was scared. I was excited. I just did it and I haven't looked back. Ooh, I love it. I haven't looked back. I love it. I actually haven't been back in my store either. So the store that I was at, You legit I, haven't been back. No. <laughs> She's like, I ain't going back. I, um, I, I think I've been, I, I, lie. I went in one time to buy flowers for my daughter's graduation, but that's it. Like, yep. it's, it's actually very powerful though, because I think a lot of times like, we know or question if we're being called or pushed or moved to do something. Um, and sometimes the fear, I think, keeps us from good things and from bigger and better things because we don't follow that calling because we're scared. And I think like a lot of times when you're being called and moved to do something great, it's usually something bigger. And there usually is, you know, kind of some fear behind it. And I think like, you know, people are so scared of that. I know I've been there. Like, you're just so scared of that. You're scared to take that step, you know, like being fearless is just to do sometimes. But I think that that's a very powerful story because even though you were afraid, you knew you were called to do it and you did it. And look at you, girl. Look at you. Look at you. I, I, oh, you're so sweet. Um, no, it was hard, you guys. I know. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I was going to say, I love that you talked about um, that quitting was costing you money because we get asked that a lot. Like, when's a good time? You know, when should I quit my job? What, like, you know what I mean? We just, we, we yeah. hear that a lot. And I had forgotten that I said those exact same words before I quit my job. And when you said that, it reminded me of that time in my business, you know? And so I think, you know, and you can share how you feel about this a little bit because you've got kind of already mentioned it, but I think that when people are looking at when to quit a job, for me, it, it was when I realized that I couldn't be available to the people that needed me, that I wasn't serving uh, my group the way they needed to be served or, or supporting them, or it was taking me hours upon hours upon hours to help them in the way that they needed and to answer questions. And I couldn't do the training and I couldn't, I was missing so many things. And I just knew that at this point, my job was holding me back, you know? And I love that you said that because it literally made me think like I have said those exact words before, again, not all that long ago, you know? Um, let's talk about what, what did it look like at the beginning? Like day one, you're home, full-time working now. Like what did that schedule look like? Did you have a plan? Was it 
messy? Was it ugly? Was it messy? What, what did it look like in the beginning of you working from home? Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. That's usually the answer we get. That's usually I mean, it. It was like, I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I've not done this. Like, I felt lost. I felt completely lost with what I was supposed to be doing and what, um, you know, to get yourself back going. And um, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I did feel, I did feel lost. Um, but then I got into a routine and kind of got my, you know, got it going. So it worked out. You got to figure out what works best for you, basically. So, and, and I want to talk a little bit about this because I, I know your story the best out of, out of us here. So I want to talk about the moment that you're really like, okay, I'm going to kind of go my own way. Okay. So, and, and I think this is important to talk about because we're not, we're not going against anything. We're not going against any people individually, but I know things really turned around in your story when you kind of just change things up. You're like, this isn't working for me personally. And I have to find what will work for me. And I know that that's a huge part in your story where you kind of change things up. So again, this isn't, we aren't talking badly about anyone. We're not, we're not going against your up. We're just, we're just talking about your story specifically and, and how things changed a little bit and what that shift looked like and what that shift did not only for you, but for your team, the momentum. I mean, ladies, she's pushing for the next rank. Um, and she's probably going to be really close if she doesn't make it this month. Um, but she's got some really exciting things going on, but it happened when she made some changes. So let's talk a little bit about that, Regina, and, and knowing when it's okay to do that, when it's okay to say, cause you know, I know someone's listening to this right now and maybe things aren't working for them right now, or maybe they've hit a wall or, you know, maybe things are falling apart. What does that look like? Tell us a little bit about that. Like what happened? So, so 2019 sucked. I'm just going to say it. I had a lot happen in 2019. It was a struggle for me um, mentally. It was a, tr- a struggle for me professionally, like in all areas. So not, not only just business, but I, um, I moved my dad in the same one that left me when I was 13. Yeah. I take care of him now. Um, but I had to move him, him in with us and I was adapting to that and all of the pressures of that. So it started to, my, my business declined. I'm just going to, my business declined and it was, um, I had stepped back because of some personal things and it really did affect my downline and my team. Um, and it affected my business. So you, at, at a point where you're in a downward motion, you've got to take that time and refocus, readjust and say, okay, what's going on? What can I do to change this? Right. Um, And again, I went to an event. I went back to GoPro in Vegas in December. Um, And I was, I was struggling to maintain my rank. I had not lost my rank, but I um, was struggling. I was very close to losing my rank. Um, And we went to GoPro, uh, me and my level one. And we heard a lot of confirmations at that GoPro. We had a, we learned a lot of ideas um, from top industry leaders that was working for them. 
And basically it was um, really, really taking ownership, taking ownership for your team and getting them and, and just really loving on them and helping them get to their next level. And you guys, when I say it took off, like, <laughs> like it was like wildfire. And, um, and I'm a person who, if it comes to me, like I'm taking action. Like I just take action. And um, it's so funny because last night it was midnight and something came to me and I texted my level one. I'm like, this is what we need to do tomorrow. So, and you just put it into, like, it's just, it's inspired action, you guys. If you're not taking inspired action and taking with, going with what feels right. And, and I hope that makes sense. But I go, like, if it lights me up, I'm going with it. it and it's, and as soon as I started going with what lights me up and not asking permission and just doing it, it's just set us on fire. Let's talk a little bit about, I know a lot of your team interaction goes on in a chat specifically, correct? Is that, is that kind of how you all communicate is specifically a chat? You're, I mean, I know you all work a group page together, but would you say a majority of your teamwork and team building goes on in a chat specifically? It is in a chat, yes. And um, I have a training group for my, my associates underneath me. Yes, yes. So we're showing up and providing value every day in the chat and in the associate um, team group and um, giving them their content and their information. I love it. I love it. Well, and I think, I think the important part is you, you, one, you took responsibility. You realized that your business was tanking and quite frankly, you're admitting it. You're not blaming an upline. You're not blaming a sideline. You're no. not blaming your corporate team. You're not blaming, you know, your life situation. Cause quite frankly, we all have shitty days. So you're not blaming any of that. You're taking responsibility for it. And then you made changes. And not only did you make the changes, you put it into play. And I think that's super important that you're talking about because I'm the same way. That's how my mind works. I'm like, oh, I have an idea. Let's do this. Um, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do. Sometimes it fails. Sometimes our ideas suck, right? I mean, that's, we, we've all had a shitty idea before and it sucked and it flopped, but at least we tried it. Um, so I just want to say how much I admire that. And I admire, you know, you taking responsibility for that and then making changes. And like you said, since you've made those changes, your team has just been fire. Like just, I mean, you it guys really have has. been on fire and this isn't a new team. She's been here a long time and she's just figured out what's working for her. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, people are frustrated and burned out after a, you know, six months, a year. What if you would have quit six months or a year in Regina? What, what if you would have quit? Yeah, I'd be stuck at where I worked before. I'd be living paycheck to paycheck. I would have never experienced anything that I've ever seen that, I, you know, like you guys, who gets to go to Costa Rica free? Like, who does that? Where do you have, and you know what? That was a game changer for my husband. That was a game changer. Because it a, was the best trip ever. <laughs> I know. So Costa Rica, like, he got there and he was like, oh my God, they're thanking us for being here. They paid for this trip. Like, what? And I'm like, I know. And, and he works. He works in the grocery business too. He's a store director. And so he, he has that. And that's all we've ever known as the grocery business. So for him to go into this environment where they're thanking you for what you were doing was like, whoa. And it was changing for him. And, and it's just, honestly, it's been, 
it's just been life-changing. I took my daughter to Mount Zion and um, it was her graduation trip. And we went to Vegas and we went to my, Mount Zion and whose corporate person would go to the top of Angel's Landing with their daughter? Like he took my daughter to the top. Uh, that doesn't happen, you guys. It just doesn't happen. And um, it just, it, it is, it's completely life-changing. And, and I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be who I am today because I feel like I'm a thousand times different than what I was. Do you think I would ever have purple hair? I would I never love your purple, purple hair. <laughs> Thank you. I would never be able to have it at my previous place. So it's called, it's, it's made me become bold and just, I just feel, I feel completely different. I, I really do. Purple's my favorite color, first of all, Regina, just so you're aware, it is my absolute favorite color. And I ordered a dress for our company conference that's coming up. It was supposed to be blue. It came purple, and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I'm not mad about it either. <laughs> okay, well, tell me, tell us some of your secrets. You know, we've talked a lot about, like, what wasn't working, and then you switch things. So tell me what without giving, you know, giving the secret sauce away, if there were one, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, what are some of the things that you are doing that you do feel like make a difference? Um, really, really recognizing the team. So each month since January, we kind of implemented a gift and I send something to them personally um, for me and, and my, my level one, we do it together and we send a gift to them for hitting the first rank, the second rank. So we are really recognizing them. We are really um, loving on them. Like I have cards that I, that says, you know, congratulations on your, on your um, new rank advancement. Um, and I send that with the gift and it's personalized and they love it. They love that little added touch. They love that, um, oh my gosh, I just got something in the mail. Um, Jennifer calls it smile mail. So, you know, I got, I got smile mail in and we always get bills in the mail and to have a surprise package show up um, is really cool for them. So at first level, it's just a, a little folder. It's a little keychain um, that says she believes she could, so she did. Um, and it's just some team specific little things that we send. It's not a lot. Um, and then the next level is um, I send a t-shirt and we send a water bottle and some other, a book. Um, it just like we, that's what's, that's what's happened. And we've really just, and we're investing back in the team. Like we have some really good team contests given away. Um, and if you're not in a point, because we're, you're going to be listening, people are going to be listening on this where they're like, I can't do those things. And that's okay. You guys, look, these little tiny cards you get from, um, from Michael's, it comes with like, I don't even know, a hundred, maybe 80 in the pack. Look, this right here. If you go and you write just a little, a little, hey, you rock, people appreciate this. I'm not going to lie. I have a card that at least some sent me when I was a, like a the first, second level of the company. She sent me that years ago and I have it because it means something to me. So though it's those little things like you're taking the time to recognize someone, they're thriving, they're thriving on it. And, um, you know, we do the top, we do a top and roller. We do, um, 
a contest for all new enrollments. They're, they go into a contest to win something. We've given away the Ninja Foodie. I don't know if you guys have a Ninja Foodie, but those things are freaking amazing. And um, so we've given away Foodie. We've given away a Chromebook. I mean, just all kinds of things. Just um, a Fitbit. Fitbits are huge, you know, we're in health and wellness. So a Fitbit and um, an exercise journal, like it's just stuff that, and, and I ask, we do a poll in our, in our group and we're like, okay, what do you guys want? And honestly, we go with what they want and, and that's it. We go with what they want and go from there. I love like the whole recognition thing, because I think like, you know, for, you know, for a large group of people, like recognition, like the words affirmation is so important. I know it's like my number one love language between like, you know, words affirmation and physical touch, like I'm all touchy and feely. It's really important and it's free and it goes a long, long way. You know, I think it's like a, a greater gift than a lot of things. And I love that you take that seriously and you make it a priority to recognize your team, like at every level. You know, I love that. I had a team member say, you know, well, you know, I still working a full-time job. I don't, I don't have time. Cause I do the cards too. I send handwritten cards to every single person that submits a rank advancement in my downline every month. And I write them a little card, a little note and send it off in the mail, whether it goes in the trash or they keep it forever. It, it makes me feel good and hopefully it made them smile the moment they got it and that's worth it to me, you know? So um, I had a, a team member say that she, she's like, I just don't have the time for the cards and you know, I need every penny I make and da, 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 da. And so I had her, like I gave her a program to create like virtual cards. And so she made like virtual cards that were free and just like a graphic, just said whatever. And then she goes and posts it on people's wall that she wants to congratulate. Things like that go a long way too, because you're recognizing those people publicly to the people in their world, you know? So if they get a card, you know, so both of them are just equally as important. You know, if they get a card, the world may not oh, yeah. see it. But if you post something on their wall, their whole, people in their whole world are gonna know, wow, you know, Regina's doing really great in her business, or this must not be just some silly hobby she must really be crying you know so those types of things are important too but just another you know some ideas for some people that may be listening and thinking i don't have time for that or i don't want to do that or whatever oh, no. you know? the little the little pig collages that you make with the rank advancement and posting those publicly it is it is inspiring and people are like oh my gosh they want to see their name they want to see their picture on that you know um they do and they want to be loved, you guys. They just want to be, they want to be loved. They want to be, they want to be believed in. And, and, you know, you go into the business and you think, okay, for me, I started to lose some weight to feel better. But honestly, the best part is to watch someone else's life change. It, it, to watch someone else's life completely change and to watch them blossom and to grow as a person that's the best in this, in this industry, you know, to just see someone else's life change. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. So I also want to point out again, because I know this and everyone doesn't, let's talk about your little mobile home office there that you've been working on and what kind of transitioned into that and what did that do for your business? Cause in all honesty, I know it made a difference. So tell us a little bit about your home office. <laughs> 
So you guys, um, I am a huge, huge firm believer on writing down your goals. If you don't write them down, then you are missing out on a lot of things. Um, in 2019, I wrote down that I wanted to buy a she shed and I wanted it for my office because honestly, taking care of my dad, I was, I was finding myself being pulled to take care of him. Um, I was, I'm in the kitchen a lot with him and it takes a lot out of me. Um, he's very routine. He's, he's an older, you know, he's 80. He's very, he eats at eight, 11, four and seven. Okay. You guys. So I am in the, the kitchen a lot. And, um, I, it was taking away from my business. So I said to my husband, I really want to get a, a she shed and put an office outside. And, and he was like, okay, you know, and we kind of were like, eh. And in August of last year, my office inside was just becoming full of junk. You go, you know how it just gets cluttered and it's a mess and it's like, oh my God, there's so much stuff in here. Okay, that was my office. Um, it was, it was another God thing. I'm just going to say it was a God thing. Um, it came and we were going through Stark, Florida, and there was a, a, sh a shed place. And it's like, okay, let's just stop and see. So we pull in and I look at everything on the lot. I'm like, eh. And then she's like, but I have this one in the back. And I knew immediately it was mine. I knew immediately when I saw it, I'm like, yep, I'm buying it. So, um, we looked at it. It was completely gutted. It had nothing in here. Okay. There was absolutely nothing in here. And it took us from, I bought it in August of last year and I just moved in, in March of this year. And it has definitely, um, created this magical space for me. I love it. And it's created this amazing space for me to come and do lives and, <laughs> do all of my work. I feel super organized and super focused. I have this awesome, you know, um, whiteboard right here that has all of my goals for the month, not just business, but personally too. Um, it has creating your own space. Right. Outside of the house, because I know with everyone on here, we're in the house. Our office is in the house. It's at the table. It's buried in shit like yours was. Like, that's my office. Like, there's so much stuff in there. Whatever. And you don't want to go in there. But there's laundry to do. Or, oh, you know, it's time to cook dinner. So it's like you walk away from that and you have this space. Like, your office. Like, I wish there was a place in town I could rent because I would totally have my own office, too. Um, so I love it. And I think it's super important, you know, maybe a home office works for some people. Like maybe you, maybe you can just walk in that room and you're good. But speaking for myself, my home office is the same way. It's just like full of stuff, like junk. It's just not fun. It's not a fun place that I want to be in. So I think creating that environment is so important to having success while working from home, quite frankly. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has made a huge difference in my business. Huge, huge yeah. It seems simple, right? I mean, it seems simple, but it's, it's, it's business changing. It's life changing to have that space and that, I'm very jealous. that area. Yeah. I, we all have she said now. I love well, it. Like, and, and I have this cute little patio my husband built. It's so cute. Karen, I want a she shed. Karen, <laughs> babe, she shed me. 
<laughs> and I can get away from all of everything in the house. And, you know, my dogs come to work. They know I'm going out here. So they get to the door and they're like, okay, are we going to work now? <laughs> and he lays on the floor in here. So, I mean, you know. You think I'm kidding? I get to bring my dogs I'm going to have me one of those. I'm going to give me one of those she sheds. We're wanting to build a house next year. And so I can just picture it like out the back steps, just like right off the pool we want to build. There's Allie's little she shed. I can have like sliding glass doors so I can see my heathen children outside. I'm going to have me one of those yes. she sheds. And a dead bolt. And a, a dead, dead bolt. bolt. <laughs> Soundproof walls. <laughs> yeah, you need that. I can't hear you. I can't see you. What? Not my problem. I can't hear you. Where's your dad? Where's your daddy? <laughs> like teach him sign language. Where is daddy? <laughs> <laughs> not here. Bye. <laughs> Dad's not here. Um, anyhow, that's funny. All right, Regina, in all seriousness. So what if, let's give some final tips here for someone that's like maybe teetering, like maybe I want to quit. I'm not sure. What do I do? Or either I have quit. What do I do now? Like what are some, what are some basic tips or best tips from your personal experience that you would give someone else that's maybe in your similar shoes? Um, assess your situation and make sure that you are, you know, doing the right thing for you and your family. I think that's, that's number one. Um, don't go doing something crazy and not really feeling super sure about it. Um, but business-wise, you guys need to be writing down your numbers you need to be monitoring that because every business, they have a P&L, right? They have a P&L. They know where their numbers are. They know what they're doing. And if you're not doing that every day, you don't know if you're growing or if you're declining. So um, honestly, my calendar, this right here is um, amazing. Like it's just my calendar, my, my planner, plan your life you know, write it down. Um, I guess the main thing is like making sure that you are putting in the effort because you can go to the team, the company's event. You don't take and learn and take action. You're wasting your time. You have to take action. I mean, you can learn all day long. You can listen to all that you want, but if you don't take something and, and change it and do um, then it's not going to, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not changing anything. Yeah. I call that training itis. I diagnosed a few people with that yeah. and you probably know that too. Um, I think we all have it a little bit of training itis because I mean, even at, even at this level, quote unquote, there are things that I still need to implement in my business. Like I know that I need to do it. I just need it to happen. Right. So I think it's constantly evolving and changing in your business and then you're going to hit a wall again and we're going to have to figure this out again and you know make it work it, it, it that's how it works it's like we want to give you everything we have but sometimes even that's not enough you know it has to be your time and and i think what's important that i really want to share with the listeners to me is this is taking you what five and a half years regina roughly five and a half yes. years been doing yes. this, you know, and she's finally, she's, she's knocking on the edge at one of our top qualifying ranks. And it's taken five and a half years of hard work, failing, messing up, reevaluating, getting up, taking responsibility for that. And then starting the heck all over again, quite frankly, is what she's done. And she's done it so well. And I'm just, I'm super excited for her. I'm super proud of her. 
Hopefully this month is in another incredible month. If not, you're that much closer, right? Also, you know, like who cares how long it takes though? Because, you know, that's that the amount, uh, the parameters that you're setting on getting somewhere is something that you set on yourself. You know, in this business, you don't have to get to a certain rank or a certain income level at a certain time. Those are things that you set on yourself. So if it takes seven years, if it takes 10 years, if it takes... 15 years. You know what I mean? Who cares? Because look how far you've come, Regina, versus how far you would have gone in the grocery industry. You know, would you be making now that you've been doing this full time since 2017, right? So three years. So would you be making in three years of promotions and, and, and raises what you're making in this business right now? No. Absolutely. And most people wouldn't, you know? And you know, when you, when you get to the point where you're kind of looking at, at, the, at, in that way, it's like, who cares how long it takes? Those are, those are limitations we set on ourselves. And, and then, and then that can cause us to do those spirals of having to start all over because we start to get discouraged and we backtrack and we this and this and that. And so anyway, I just wanted to point that out for anybody that's like, but I've been doing it five years too. And I'm not where Regina is who freaking cares how long it takes you to get it. Cause we can give you everything, but if you have to work it and you have to work it consistently and you have to work it hard and you have to work it with your heart and your soul and blood and sweat and tears and literally everything. And, and it will happen. Like Elisa says, it will be your time when it's your time. Right. And, and I think, that's a mindset we all have. We all want it right now. No one's patient. Like we're all hungry. We're all hungry for the next thing. And I get that and staying hungry, but you can't let it turn into discouragement. You have to like keep letting it motivate you. So I just wanted Regina to share her amazing story with the world, quite frankly, because to me, it's so inspiring to walk away from what was her life, quite frankly. I mean, that job was her life and she carried that resignation paper around with her and she was finally brave enough to turn it in. And then she made this freaking work. She made it work. She didn't have a choice. She put in the time, she put in the dedication and she made it work. So thank you, Regina, for joining us on thank this you. week's episode. Um, You're welcome. With people. Um, I hope someone takes some encouragement from this, some inspiration, because that's always what we want to share here at A3 Life is a little bit of encouragement, inspiration, knowledge. Um, we want everyone to be successful. Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. And check out our online shop at A, the number three life.biz. 